0: Filipino community can be heard every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on AM 1430 CHKT Fairchild Radio. This is
1: AM 1430 CHKT. Fairchild Radio, Toronto. The
0: following are programs for the international communities of Greater Toronto. Opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio.
2: Introducing a lager with substance from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly.
3: Yes, a very good morning to you. Saturday, September the 28th, our first show of the fall for 2013. You're very welcome to Keologus Crack, brought to you, of course, by Guinness. Big day today in hurling. We have the big replay of the match between Cork and Clare. The folks must be going a bit crazy over there right now. I was reading some posts online this morning where... The folks were actually caught on the the highway up to the game and they were wondering would they be just having to listen in. And you know where it was all the trouble was coming from? Leash. No doubt about it. And that man from Leash has uh, vacated the studio this morning. Mr. O'Brien is off playing golf at the uh, Cottle Boyd Tournament up in Brampton. So hopefully the lads are having a good day. It's a spectacular day for golf. A beautiful sunny morning here in Toronto. And there he is, you know what, we have him on the line, just like the doctor ordered. Mr. O'Brien, How's things? Ah, good morning, Ken, how are you doing today? Are you hitting them straight? I am hitting them straight, yes, of course. I always hit them straight, you know that. I do, I do, yeah. One we...
4: step away from the seniors tour, I think.
3: <laughs> You're not too far at all, that's right, yeah. <laughs> so another, uh,
4: another week in store here for our listenership to go down. I, I see a lot of our listeners are here today, buddy.
3: Oh, really? Okay, well hopefully they'll have their AM radios turned on in the golf carts.
4: Oh, I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have. Yeah, great, great turnout here for the event. Uh, the sun hasn't really uh, peeped out yet. It's uh, still fairly cloudy, but um, a great day and a great cause. That's for sure. So Carl did a fine job pulling it all together here, and uh, we'll find out later on. Um, we're heading down to one of our sponsors' uh, pubs, the She Bean Pub, later on for some for some fodder. So we'll see what kind of money he raised
3: down there, and I'll announce it next week. That's fantastic, fantastic. That's great. Good. Well I'm glad everyone's having a, a good day out there. And of course, uh, the big one is going to uh throw the throwing will be in a very short period of time, right after yeah. this show.
4: Yeah, and it, and it's interesting, uh, you know, people like Con O'Connell are here, right? They uh they committed to it and they didn't back out, so uh you know, I'm sure that those fellows would love to be somewhere else watching the game, but um that should be a should be a tight one. Are you gonna try and get down to watch it?
3: Uh, unfortunately I won't make it either I've uh, been committed to another golf tournament That I'll be racing out of here And uh, heading to play that in, in Oakville So uh,
4: Right, right, very good
3: We're all doing very our good. charity bit today
4: Yeah, well and congratulations to our Dublin fan. I don't think I've endeared myself to our Dublin listeners, Ken So I'm going to really need you to, to carry the torch and, and win back some of our, our Dublin listeners I was completely biased about it all But I have to say tactically they uh, they played the game brilliantly last week and uh, great celebrations i uh, feel awful awesome for the lads from mayo and um i'm sure there's a little bit of you know a little bit of comfort in the fact that their minors won but um you know they really wanted the big one
3: Uh they did yeah small small comfort i'm sure for for all of them but uh yeah. you know in in fairness i'd say anybody outside of dublin was really rooting for mayo they yeah, uh, yeah. You know, they were the the team that everyone thought, you know, it's their turn. It's their turn at this. But you know what? You don't get things because it's your turn or you don't get it because you think you deserve it. You have to go out there, play it, get the points. And they just came short.
4: Well said. Well said. That was was some hat your dad was wearing last week. Now he won't be putting that on again, will
3: he? I don't think so. It probably brought the bad luck. (laughs) <laughs> God, it was I, awful.
4: I'm sure a lot of people are trying to figure out what the bad luck is all about, right? Yes, but indeed. Yeah. Anyway, there's a I've great. There much, was a great uh, show
3: on. I don't know if you caught it, and if folks uh, haven't watched it, I think it'll still be on RTE Player. It's yeah. uh, up for the game, and uh, I had a chance oh, yeah. to watch it, and uh, it's, it was just brilliant. And obviously, the game is is done now. But uh, but if you have a chance, go on and watch that on on RTE Player. It's uh, it was up a fantastic the show.
4: Yeah, yeah. Up for the match, it's called. I know it. Yeah. And. Um, Come here, I don't know if you saw on RTE as well. There's a calf. There's a calf making all kinds of news. He came on the Late Late Show there, and there were two bales of hay on the stage. One had a Dublin colour on it, and the other had the Mayo colour. And the calf went and picked the Dublin colour. So this calf has become a celebrity over there.
3: (laughs) Oh, brilliant.
4: Have you heard about I
3: didn't. I did not. No.
4: Uh, I'll go on, and and our listeners could go and look at it. It's an absolute howl. So this uh, this calf is the new. the new football the new
3: football genius. <laughs> oh, brilliant. There was, some, there was something else before. Uh, I think it might have been in the NFL or something like that. There was a fish that used to, well, I don't know, pick a box or something like that. And, <laughs> right. And he there went was. on for years picking the right team. So, yeah, anyway. There was, there
4: was. So we'll, we'll see. You have a good show lined up anyway.
3: Oh, we do, of course. Yeah, we'll get rolling here. And, and uh, of course, Dublin winning last week. It was some summer for Dublin. And we're going to kick this one off with Bagatelle. And summer in Dublin.
5: Take me away from the city. Need me to where I can be on my own. Wanted to see you, and now that I have. I wanna be left alone I well, load oh, to remember you kind words and I still remember your name But I see you changing and turning I know the things just won't be the same in Dublin and the is that stand like hell and the young people walking on Grafton Street everyone looking so well I was singing a song I heard somewhere rock and roll never forgets when Mohammed was smothered by 46 A and the scream of a low-flying gym So I jumped on a bus to London, Stopping up to pick up my guitar And I dropped on the bus, told me how to get rich I was glad we weren't going too far So I'm leaving on Wednesday morning, I'm trying to find a place where I can hear the wind down the birds and the sea on the rocks, and we're open roads all the I need. I know for sure you'll be there still I remember that summer in Dublin And the livers in stain like hell and the young people walking on Grafton Street Everyone looking somewhere I can still see that sunshine in Dublin
0: atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at
6: 416-815-7562. For over 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance and a traditional Irish welcome located at 5165 Dixie Road at Aimco, just north of Eglinton. Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area.
3: The one, the only, Desmond Devoy in the nation's capital with the news from Ireland. How are you, Desmond?
7: Hello again, doing very, very great up here and uh, here in beautiful Innisfil, Ontario now in between assignments on the work weekend and uh, always making time for our listeners there and you lads in the studio and hello folks, here's the news from Ireland for this week and here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland, our top story this morning. An international arrest warrant has been issued for a Northern Ireland-born terror suspect believed to be involved in the attack on a mall in the Kenyan capital of Nairobi. The so-called Red Notice has been issued for Samantha, L- Samantha Lowthwaite, 29, who was born and reared in Banbridge County down by Interpol following a request from Kenyan authorities the convert to Islam has been dubbed the White Widow as she was married to one of the bombers of the July 7, 2005 terrorist attacks on the London transit system. The warrant relates to charges of being in possession of explosives and conspiracies to commit a felony. In a related story, a former Irish army ranger is being held up as a hero after he helped save hundreds of terrified shoppers inside the Westgate Mall after the terrorist attack began a week ago today. Several Irish media sources are reporting that the ex-soldier was due to leave the mall when the attack began and he ran back inside alongside a former British soldier. The two obtained guns and ran into an underground car park where they found more than 200 shoppers and staff in hiding. They brought them up onto the street and then returned to the mall where they found another 100 people holed up. They then led those people to safety as well. When the duo tried to gain access to the third floor, they came under fire from the Al-Shabaab terrorists on the roof. They then returned fire and moved to a restaurant where others were hiding. After another exchange of gunfire, they found another large group of shoppers and engaged with the enemy as they brought those shoppers to safety. The Irishman then spent three hours using his paramedic training to help the injured, using overturned restaurant tables as stretchers. The Irishman spent several years in the Army Ranger Wing, but the Midlands native said that he prefers to remain anonymous. He works as a consultant with an international security company based in Africa. About 60% of Irish voters appear set to vote in favour of getting rid of the Senate. A Sunday Times poll out last weekend found that when don't know answers were excluded, that the Upper House is in danger of being voted out of existence. About 78% of voters also support the establishment of a new Court of Appeal. Both motions are being put to voters in separate referenda on Friday, October 4th. The poll also found that Labour's support is up to 11%, up four points, and that Fine Gael is down two points to 25%. Labour's gain has come to the expense of Fianna Foyle, which is down three points to 21%. Sinn Féin's support is also on the rise to 18%. Ireland's first Universal Royalty Children's Beauty pageant took place earlier this week in a beer garden. Just days after a hotel venue cancelled their contract to host the event, and following a national uproar and calls for a ban and a boycott, the event was finally held on the weekend at Corrigan's Kitchen in Castle Blaney County, Monaghan, drawing about 20 competitors ages from 18 months to 14 years old, dressed in everything from bikinis to ball gowns and talent and beauty competitions. Because of the controversial nature of the event, its location had to be changed several times in the lead-up. The children's charity, Bernardos, called the event exploitive of children. A Northern Ireland woman has pled guilty to attempting to smuggle 1.7 million euros worth of cocaine into Peru, only to have prosecutors reject her plea. Michaela Collum, 20, from Dungannon, County Tyrone, and a friend Melissa Reed, 19, of Glasgow, Scotland, made the plea in spite of an earlier denial that they had been forced to make the delivery after being kidnapped and having their passports taken by a gang. Peruvian prosecutors have asked for more information before accepting their pleas, which, if accepted, could have seen an 8- to 15-year sentence reduced down to 6 years, 8 months. Prosecutors want to know where the drugs came from, who supplied them, and why they said they were forced to carry them. The prosecutors told a court near Lima this week that they do not believe that the women were kidnapped, threatened, or coerced. This week in Irish History, on September 25, 1917, Thomas Ashe, a volunteer in the 1916 Easter Uprising, dies after being forcibly fed by prison authorities while on hunger strike over political status the same day in 1957, Shamrock Rovers become the first Irish team to play in the European soccer competition, getting beaten by Manchester United six goals to nil. In another more upbeat soccer anniversary on September 21st, 1949, Ireland beats England in soccer two to nil at Goodison Park, Liverpool. Making the victory even more sweet is that this is the first time an English soccer team has been beaten at home. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland this week. Now your date. Now it's back to Fountain with the gang at Keolagas Crack. So until next week, folks.
8: Go for it. Hi, this is Pat Short here, and you're listening to Mark and Ken on Keolog's Clack Radio.
3: <laughs> well, legendary Celtic band Clonid are back with a brand new album called Nador, which, of course, is the Gaelic word for nature. And uh, they released it just uh, last week, so it's out there, folks, available to you on iTunes and all good record shops. Uh, We played a track a couple of weeks ago from this, and it's a really, really good album. This is uh, the first time that siblings Moya, Kieran, and Paul Brennan are uh, back with their twin uncles Noel and Porrick Duggan on this album for a full original album uh, since 1989. And we're going to play a track right now called The Fishing Blues.
1: the fishing
6: For Monoman, Brendan Dolan and his team welcome you to the Irish Shabine Pub, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. The Irish Shabine has been inspired by tradition and a desire to bring you the best possible Irish pub experience. Enjoy our warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cozy spots to call your own. Our menu has a wide variety of delicious pub fare and we also offer a schedule of weekly live entertainment.
3: The Galway Arms, located at 8.40, the Queensway in Etobicoke, is your home away from home in Toronto's West End. The Keane family invite you to come and enjoy some of the finest pints in Toronto, and they also feature some of the best Irish meals in the city. Games at the Galway, of course, today, it's Clare and Cork back at it in the hurling, and that's going to come up right after this show at noontime at the Galway. To get all the entertainment and sports lineup. call the Keane family at 416- Two five one zero zero nine six, 96 or go to galwayarms.ca Well, the last time and I should say even the first time Clare and Cork went at it in the hurling a couple of weeks ago, Mark was down in the Galway Arms and had the pleasure of running into actor Pat Short from Ireland, and this is a man from Thurlis in County Tipperary and you'll hear in this interview he was cheering on Cork and he'll explain why. So we've got a little taped interview from that first uh, meeting. Pat Short, of course, is famous for the Unbelievables. Father Ted Garage, and he plays a great little role in the movie The Guard. So here's this interview with Mark down at the Galway Arms a couple of weeks ago.
9: All right, folks, and down here at the uh, All Ireland hurling final here between Cork and Clare. And a familiar face emerged here in the bar and I'm outside here with a man uh, familiar to a lot of people here in
8: Toronto. Pat Short is here. Pat, where are your loyalties today? I, do, I see, this is it, a Tipperary man shouting for Cork, <laughs> <laughs> which is a very strange one. I have a bar, of course, in Castle Martyr, County Cork. So. Oh, you do? <clears throat> I'd be hoping they'd all stay on celebrating tonight. <laughs> You, oh. know, you know what they get, are like, they'll all hit off home with the sandwiches <laughs> if they lose. So
9: tell me this, what has you in town anyway? You're
8: here for the Irish, or the, Trans- the International, International Film Festival. Yeah, film festival. I'm here with a film called Life's a Breeze, yeah. directed by uh, Lance Staley, and uh, it's, uh, it got accepted into the festival, which we're all delighted about. Yeah. So it's a film, it's a it's from Fionnuala Flanagan, a lot of people will be familiar with Finula. Yeah. and uh, a young girl called Kelly Thornton yeah. uh, Will be the three uh, leads in it, I suppose. And uh, it's a film basically about a guy Uh, Colin which uh, I suppose here I am saying it's about a guy it's about me (laughs) all good actors all good actors believe the films are about them (laughs) but uh, he lives at home with the mother and he decides to up the house with the mother and it's really doing it up for himself he's he's living at home too long with the mother which a lot of Irish people be used to that (laughs) and uh, in the process of clearing up the house he draws out the mother's mattress and with that her life savings of a million quid in the mattress so it's it's a journey then around Dublin, all the different dumps uh, as you can imagine, it was a very exotic film to me, oh. <laughs> uh, looking for it. So it's a, it's a comedy, and it's kind of seen through the eyes of this young girl, Kelly Thornton, who's 13, is just an outstanding performer, and she won the Best Newcomer in the Galway Film Flat. So it's uh, fantastic for her, and for, fantastic for all of us to be out here. You know, wonderful, wonderful, good for you. And what are you up to these days? What are you spending most of your time at? Well, I'm, I'm doing a lot of acting <clears throat> and touring, I've um, a lot of films and stuff. I've been. I was in the West End in, in London with Daniel Ratcliffe over the summer doing a Martin McDonough play, right? Called the uh, the Cripple of Inish Man and we just finished that, and I literally finished that the weekend, and flew out here for this. So, when I go back to Ireland, I've one or two shows in Ireland, um, out out Korea, then and, and then uh, Romania, working with um, John Borman's new film, uh, which, which has been made. So I'm good, man. Travelling a bit. and uh, not doing as much theatre work or stage work uh, and yeah, yeah. comedy work uh, as I have done in the past but I'll be back touring again good man. Uh, in the new year. Very yeah. good, very good Is it first time to Toronto? First time to Toronto yeah, I'm very excited.
9: Excellent, so, excellent It's uh, it's fantastic, great city yeah, It's city. a great city, it's yeah. a great city Well I hope you get to enjoy it a little bit anyway we will, we'll, I know we'll. it's a flying visit and thanks a lot for doing this Not at all, we'll, we'll sneak back
8: in and see the second half now Good man yourself. We'll <laughs> roar for Cork Thanks a lot Pat. Cheers Mark, Bye. thank you
3: Pat Short there. He's a gas man, isn't he? Good interview there by Mark. Very well done. Well, about uh, just a little over a week ago, I had a call from Philip McGovern, and he's from County Tyrone and would be known to folks around this town. And uh, it's a bit of a sad story, a real sad story here. Philip, uh, unfortunately, lost uh, his son, Philip Michael McGovern, uh, last year on September the 5th in a uh, in a car accident unfortunately and um, very sad obviously for the family and Philip ended up writing a song and he sent this to us. Um, young Philip Michael McGovern was was killed just on Young Street south of the town of Bradford and uh, on his chest he had a tattoo and the slogan uh, on it was See you when I get there and it's just was tattooed uh, under his heart for a friend that he had lost in a motorbike accident. So when Philip lost his uh his son, he ended up writing a song with the title See you when I get there. And uh we're going to play that song for you uh, this morning and Philip just wanted it to go out to all those who've uh, had tragedy in their lives and maybe the words will be somewhat comforting uh in this song to uh, to those folks. So we're going to uh, have a listen to this track. And what we'd like to do is send this out, of course, to Philip uh, and to his wife, Rosaline, and uh, young Philip's two brothers, Aidan and Niall. Here's the track from Philip McGovern from County Tyrone with See You When I Get There.
10: I accept the good Lord's decision. He had other plans waiting for you. No time for a hug or a final farewell, angels came and took you out of the blue. Another cross for me to carry, and it is a heavy load to bear. Sure is lonely on this journey without you, see you when I get there. old captain and a small crew one of the mates was taken the toughest waters I've ever been through been to every kind of heartache and sorrow and there's nothing can compare sure as lonely on this journey without you see you when I get there So much for granted when you were on this plane, as thoughts of you keep returning again and again and again as I navigate a new reality. With the burden that I must share, sure as lonely on this journey without you, see you when I get there. You went through the extreme not to offend. You did the best with the strength you were given. And the good Lord will be fair. Sure is lonely on this journey without you. See you when I get there. The photographs and the memories The sadness and the pain Until we meet in heaven let see your smiling face once again Together in the good Lord's custody With the angels we will share Basking in his radiant glory See you when I get there
3: Very good, uh, Philip. Uh, not an easy thing, obviously, to have to go through, but a beautifully written song and a uh, lovely uh, lovely track, uh, lovely air to it as well with the Illan pipes there. Well, a couple of weeks ago when the Toronto Irish film, or the Toronto Irish film, the Toronto International film was on, it's a little plug for Michael Barry there with the Toronto Irish Film Festival coming up uh, in March. But anyway, with the Toronto International film in town, we uh, had an opportunity to go down and interview uh, none other than Kieran Hines, uh, the Irish actor, Belfast-born Irish actor, in roles such as Rome on the HBO series and uh, films like Munich and The Road to Perdition. He's a great actor and is in a new movie called The Sea. And we went down to interview himself and the director, Stephen Brown, on that. And we're going to play that for you now.
9: I guess one of the first questions that I have really is more for yourself, Ciarán, and uh, you know, had you read the novel that inspired the, the movie prior to accepting the role, or what was the, the chronology of, of that whole process?
11: Uh, I hadn't read the novel. I, I had read, uh, I think he actually wrote a book called Eclipse, uh, and also the book of Evans, mm-hmm. which i have read, and I hadn't read the sea. Mm-hmm. i have been floating around. And then uh, Stephen and uh, Look up and touched me about uh, that John Banville had did, done a treatment of mm-hmm. John's work, which is kind of rare uh, for a novelist, you know, who writes in that form to do his own screenplay. And the passage of to say, "Would I be interested in reading it? and Would I respond to what it was?" And uh, the reading of it and its sparseness and its austerity, mm-hmm. and story, made me want to go like, "Where does this come from?" Well, it's John Manbull. It comes from a book, so I went and bought the book. Oh, very it was the voice. The voice it. And uh, indeed, very—they're two very different beasts. Yeah. Yes. Uh, two very different beasts, but the essence of the trying to make a film out of something that's way beautiful memories in a man's head. Right. Uh, Stephen was prepared and very passionate mm-hmm. about going all the way down the line right. to try and present uh, this in film form. So that was, mm-hmm. yeah, that was awesome. excellent.
3: Congratulations to both of you. It's a beautifully beautiful. shot movie. Thank you. Uh, you know love and memory and loss and and regret obviously are the themes that run through it been so beautifully shot where was it actually shot in Ireland uh, county, S- yeah it's county Wexford I John
12: you know. um, is from is from the town of yes. Wexford yeah. and his uh long forgotten long or fondly remembered rather uh, summers were spent in Rosslair Rosslair strand yeah. but then the practicalities came in, and we moved slightly upstream towards Dublin, just because we could find the, the complex of the locations in one place further up. So we had the beach, the village was Ballygarrett. it was, oh, uh, right. yeah. Which has got a great bar in it—the one
3: you were thrown out of. <laughs> <Yeah.
12: laughs> <Exactly. laughs> in the movie. So yeah, <laughs> so you know, the, I mean, the location... I mean, I mean, if I may say, you know, I'm not Irish, I mean. and you could read Banville. Banville is one of those authors that actually comes out of Ireland. He's not. Yeah. I mean, I I would think it's actually fair to say that you read a novel like The Sin, you're not necessarily reading Ireland. Right. You're reading something more universal. And that's what resonated for me. But then I realised that if Mm -hmm. I wanted to make this bloody movie, which was going to be so difficult, we had to do it in Ireland. And that, for me, actually, you want to ask me what the biggest challenge was? Well, is how does this sort of... This this Mm -hmm. geezer from from Hackney that's never made a feature before come and start throwing his weight around in Ireland? And that was actually a challenge. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I had a London-based... Producer and uh, Luke Rogue, who was very devoted to the project and, and, and very very supportive, but we realised that we didn't want to do it in Northumberland or right, the right. East Eastern Seaboard of America. We were, it had to be down there because that's the landscape is as much a character mm-hmm. as the characters, or that's it interweaves true. with the yeah. the characters in in a very profound way. I hope.
3: Yeah. How did you end up picking The Sea as your first movie? That's a great question. Oh, no. Why? Ask my wife. Yeah.
12: <laughs> we prefer I mean, answer. It's not, it's not, I could have probably chosen something easier. But you know what? I mean, I, I'm, com- I'm coming to my first feature not as a young Tyro. I'm coming as a man of experience, and I have a family, and I've had some of these traumas, and it right. resonated for me. Okay. Hmm. Very good. That's why. Yeah. And at what stage? The book was obviously a, um, a booker winner
9: back in 2005. Did you read it? Back then, and then, yeah, it, it went. I think
12: I, I, think I can say, and I can go on record and say, is that I read it before it actually got the prize, and we were terrified when it won the bloody prize because I thought I'd get blown out of the water. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. Um, oh. Um, oh, cool. um, I didn't. You know, we got we, we, we presented our vision. I presented my vision to, to John Banville and he liked it, mm-hmm. and and we collaborated very closely on the development of the script. And we, we, got, we did get the option, and we did get that book. And I, and to this day, I'm both
3: mystified and thrilled. Yeah. Excellent. Like um, you had a great cast, too. Um, well, obviously, Kieran... A few, few slip-ups, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like working with Sinead Cusack and Charlotte Rampling, and, of course, uh, Natasha McClung? When Makhlum? you
11: get the, the, uh, When, you know, when uh, Signal asked me to play Max, and you go, first of all, you go, Are you sure? And they're like, well, <laughs> thank you very much for your face, and then the idea of who, then uh, Stephen suggesting for other people, and you go like, Well, that's kind of dreamy, right? Uh, And will these people join in on on this project? And so graciously and gracefully, they did say they would. And four years later, four years, yeah, trying to get together, had a long day's genesis, Hmm. and said, We still will, and that often doesn't happen. You know, people commit to a right, project, they yeah. said, so if you can put our names down, yeah. etc." and we, sort to help you get finance and stuff, and then it comes to it and so like, sorry, I'm busy, or uh, I've thought again, and they didn't, and they stayed with it, and Rufus Sewell, you know, a wonderful actor, mm-hmm. Natasha Michael can be, Yes. Well, right. So you have these people prepared to, having met Stephen, right. and yeah. understood his passion, and what he wanted to make of it. it, is when people of that quality commit to going on, a bit of an adventure because yeah. we don't know what's going to come out of the finished product. Sure, you know, sure. But uh, I had also worked with. Uh, Very good. Jeanette.
3: Well, there you go. That was part of our interview with uh, Kieran Hines and Stephen Brown from the Sea. It's a great little movie. If you get an opportunity to watch it, there's uh, some great uh, acting in this movie and great scenery, of course, of County Wexford, the home of John Banville. Well, we're going to move on with a track here from a band from Newfoundland that connected with us. They're called the Rolling Kings, and we should have one of the members of the band even call in for an old chat here in a second. This is one of my favorite songs, and they've covered it very nicely on the, uh, their CD. It's called Spencil Hill. Oh,
13: last night's island dream Pleasant days gone by. My mind bent, bent on rambling to Ireland, I did fly. I stopped on board a vision and I followed with the will till I sure came to anchor at across on Spanton Hill. Till I by the novelty and by the sea in my early boy old, so often I have been I thought I had a mother and I think I hear it still Just the little stream of water that flows down the span of hell On the 23rd of June The day before the fair When Ireland's sons and daughters And crowds assembled there Oh, the young, the old, the brave and bold there came the sport and kill There were curious conversations at the fair on Spansel Hill I went to see my neighbours And hear what they might say The old ones were all dead and gone The young ones turned grey I met the time. My breeches well, I lived on Spantil I paid a flying visit, to my wand and to
6: She's fair as Annie
13: Leary and gentle as the dog. and she threw her. kissed her as the days of yore. she said Johnny you're only joking as many the times before and the cock grew and the no and, and it grew both loud and true and I awoke California many mines. From Hill.
3: Beautiful track, Spencil Hill and Claire, of course, playing in the hurling final. We'll have to send that out to all their fans. That's off a CD called "Raise a Glass" from the Newfoundland band The Rolling Kings. And on the line from Newfoundland, I believe it's Mike Daw. Good morning, Mike.
14: Good morning, sir. Well, it's afternoon here, but uh, you know, it's uh, <laughs> it's good to be on the line with you. How are you doing?
3: Not too bad. Yeah, of course, you fellas have the advantage. You're you're ahead of us in time, right?
14: That's right. The party starts a little bit earlier. That's, That's it. Right.
3: <laughs> Fair play to you. Listen, it's a great uh, CD, and I hope our listeners will be able to pick that up off iTunes. Uh, I've had uh, the pleasure of listening to it now a few times, and it's really good. Great Irish songs on there, and a few Newfoundland songs as well.
14: Well, cheers. Thank you very much. It's certainly a, an incredibly uh, you know uh, powerful and humbling experience uh, recording a record, but... My goodness, it's amazing how much you learn more and appreciate more about uh music making and uh I, I, all five of us are uh, very very thrilled with the end result. It took a lot of time, blood, sweat and tears and money, but it uh we're very very happy to actually have something to show for ourselves. A long time coming for sure.
3: Uh great stuff. How long have you been around?
14: Uh well, we've been uh gigging around the pubs and bars and you know kitchens uh, of Newfoundland for uh about uh about uh, 3 years here now. But uh, we only really got going there about uh, two years ago when we finally uh, brought drums into the equation, and uh, and that's when uh, we really uh, kicked it up a notch and started having fun. We said, "Man, we might have something to actually, uh, you know, work with here." And uh, that's when we uh, made, made the move on a CD. So it was a long time coming, you know, very gradual, step by step process. But uh, you know, we're we're alive and well here now.
3: <laughs> very good. And do you write any of your own material at all, Mike?
14: Absolutely. I mean, there's a there's a good mix of uh, you know traditional. I mean, classic. Old as the hills, Irish, uh, Irish uh, traditional songs on, on our CD. But there's also uh, a, a number of uh, songs that we wrote, you know, uh, uh, on uh, ourselves on the CD. Um, you know, uh, Rob Cal, our mandolin player, has done a, a great amount of writing, and he, he's already had once he's gotten the kind of, uh, you know, the uh, once he kind of broke the uh, broke the seal on it, you know, finally had the confidence to start writing. I mean, the man's a poet, and he's uh, you know started writing a lot more songs. We have a lot more tricks in the sleeve now, but. It, on the cd there's uh i think four or five originals and um i can't wait to see what uh what you know what else we can come up with in the uh, in the coming future
3: that's brilliant and and the mix of course of of irish uh, fierce uh, irish influence of course in newfoundland um any particular reason why you chose some of the songs like Spencil hill on that uh, on your album
14: well i mean it's interesting anyone who's ever been to newfoundland uh, can tell you that uh, you know every single person down here either plays music or uh, at least appreciate it. You know what I mean? It's uh, there's nothing better than a good Newfoundland kitchen party where everyone's either playing an instrument or or just clapping, clapping and stomping along. Right.
3: That's right. So I
14: think all of us really grew up in, uh, like uh, Paul, our whistle player, and Rob, the mandolin player. Their their two their two fathers played together in an Irish Newfoundland band themselves. Oh, very so good. So certainly uh, you know we're certainly an, an honest representation of it. You know we come by it pretty pretty fairly pretty honestly. And I mean this is all the stuff that we grew up listening to, and I think we just kind of wanted to. Uh, Infuse uh, the drums and a few infuse a uh, you know a little bit of uh, uh, a bit more of an upbeat party sound. Right. And I think that's where we came to, came toward again. You know, this is this this is the the roots mu- music in Newfoundland, and I think it's. I mean, Spencil Hill. I mean, that's that's such a beautiful old story about you know uh, love and and the uh, dream of of a man and a woman. I mean, it's such a beautiful song that has that withstood the test of time and as old as the hills we stand on. But uh, nonetheless, that's what, well, that's what we were raised on, and that's what we wanted to present.
3: Brilliant, yeah. That's one of my favorites, too, and, and uh, delighted to hear you covering that one. And we're going to play a track, too, coming up after this interview called Streets of George, and uh, maybe you could tell us a little bit about that song.
14: Well, yes, sir. Uh, that's the one I wrote myself, actually. Uh, I was... So, it's a good uh, job with, I
3: picked that one. <laughs> well,
14: <laughs> yeah. Good segue. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I got to say, you know, it's... it's um, I was uh, up to my eyeballs one night about three thirty, four o'clock in the morning uh, in school books um, when I was finishing off nursing school, and I I, I just went to use the bathroom, and then I, I just laughed at myself, saying, like, what am I doing? It's 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm not asleep. I'm here, you know, studying. I'm so stressed out. I just thought, like, you know, there's got to be a better way <laughs> way to do this. <laughs> and um, about five minutes later, I I, I just thought about uh, all the places that I'd rather be, and uh, uh, just all, all roads lead to George Street. It's, and for those who are unfamiliar with it, it's a, it's a, it's a street in George Street. It's about uh, 200 yards long, and it's got over 60 bars. I mean, it's the most bars per capita of anywhere in the world. It's a and br- it, it's brilliant just, street. It, it's just an animal house. I mean, uh, dreams come true, and uh, you know some of your wildest, wildest tales uh, can uh, happen all at once down there on any given night.
3: Absolutely, I've had the pleasure of been on uh, George Street. It's a fantastic place.
14: And looky, um, you. you're alive and well I and uh, able to tell the tale. Live to so. tell the tale,
3: exactly. No <laughs> all doubt about it. True. Yes, indeed. So it must must be handy when you're doing gigs. Then, if anything ever happens, you know, there's a doctor in the house or a nurse in the house. You're able to not only play instruments, you can get out there and help someone in the crowd.
14: Absolutely. Well, I mean, we're all in it together down here. You know, everyone's got each other's back. You know, it's uh, that's that's why it's good having five people in the band. You know, we certainly look after each other and. Uh, you know, if anything, uh, if anything uh, gets out of line, you know, we can uh, we can certainly find some way to fix it up. You know what I mean?
3: <laughs> uh, very good. And do you ever make it up to Upper Canada here?
14: Well, this this is uh this is the um this is the next step uh along the uh, along the path. You know, it's time to now that we actually have something to show for ourselves, and we've uh, we've played it around the island. You know, we have a very big uh, New Year's show coming up here uh, here in town, and uh, we're looking to um, we're looking to uh, get off the island now as soon as possible. Uh, in the uh, in the coming months, one of the guys, uh, our whistle player Paul, just got uh, married to uh, his his lovely uh, new wife Kelly, so they're uh, gone on a little uh, honeymoon, and a uh, couple of us just uh, had a little vacation. I just got back myself yesterday, and wh- now we're just kind of getting up, getting ready for uh, a couple gigs and, uh, and New Year's, and then after the New Year, we're really hoping to get up uh, on the mainland. You know, it's uh, always nice to have fresh faces, fresh ears, and uh, a, a bit of fun we'd we we we'd, we'd be doing this in someone's kitchen if we weren't in a band anyway so there you go. we're just enjoying the ride man and having so much fun doing it
3: Great stuff Mike well uh, listen it's been great chatting to you and if you are heading up this way make sure you stay in touch with us and if I'm down in Newfoundland I'll be looking you up as well Mike Daw from the band The Rolling Kings and their CD is Raise a Glass Mike we're going to head out now and play your song
14: Yes thank you Streets very much Streets of George thank, thank you for talking to us and uh, y'all stay well up there and I, I can't wait to uh Give you a firm handshake when we're up your way. Thank you very much for the time.
3: Fair play to you. All the best.
14: Cheers, everybody. Cheers.
15: For seven nights a week. Good friends, they come to meet where the girls are cute and spearing rough the lord. And so come on, bring your friends. We're going around the bend and we're going to the streets of joy. Let's make a plan, let's drink till we cannot stand Don't worry, because we'll never hear last call And for seven nights a week, good friends to come to meet up your rounds. Let's go back home with family and friends. And for I know that it won't be long till we sing the same old song. Cause Georgie's gonna have you back again. And for seven nights a week, good friends to come to meet. Where the girls are cute, beer and rum galore. And so come on, bring Stop
2: Producing a lager with substance from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly.
3: Here we go with the Guinness Community Calendar of Events for Saturday, September the 28th. Adult and children, Kaylee and Set Dance on his back. Children from 5.30 to 7.30 and adults from 7.30 till 9.30. Every Monday at the Irish Supporters Club in Mississauga, every Wednesday at the Emerlisle Senior Centre on the Danforth, and every Thursday at All Saints Catholic High School in Whitby. For more information, call Maureen O'Leary at 416-446-6993 or give her an email at moleary2001 at rogers.com. On Saturday, October the 5th, it's Open Cayley's from 8pm to midnight at the Canadian Legion, 3591 Dundas Street West in Toronto. Tickets are only $15, cash bar, and it's TTC accessible. For more info, call Geraldine at 416-440-0601 or Mary, a call at 905-330-7972. Great music will be played by Inisho and Cayley Band and there'll be of course the dancing Free Parkin and Barry's Irish Tea and baked Treats will be on hand also on Saturday October the 5th Friends of Sinn Féin and Leuna present the commemoration for the 1913 Dublin Lockout at 7.30pm. It's a free admission to this. Cash Bar Entertainment by Jimmy Carton. Guest speakers will be Mihal McDonica, Sinn Féin Dublin City Councillor, Sid Ryan, President of the Ontario Federation of Labour, and Carlin Egan, President of the Steelworkers Toronto Area Council. All this happens at the Intercontinental Hotel at 220 Bloor Street, and that's just close to St. George subway stop. This is co-sponsored by the Toronto Committee for Irish Unity and the Durham Committee for the Irish Unity Pledge. Toronto Irish Players' production of No No Romance by Nancy Harris, directed by Lucy Farrell and produced by Terry O'Brien. The show dates are October 17th, 18th, 19th, 24th, 25th, 26th and 31st and November 1st and 2nd at 8pm. And also on October 20th and 27th, there's a matinee at 2pm. All of this takes place, of course, at the Alumni Theatre, 70 Berkeley Street in Toronto. And for more information, you can give them a call at 416-440-2888 or go to torontoirishplayers.com. The 23rd Annual Mass of Memory at St. Paul's Basilica, 83 Power Street, is on on Sunday, October the 27th at 3 p.m. However, at 2.30, there'll be a sacred Celtic music prelude by the Irish Choral Society. There'll also be a GAA Guard of Honour. The principal celebrant is Father Jerry Scott. The homilist is Father Patrick Fitzpatrick. Of course, all of this is to remember the tragic deaths of our ancestors in the famine in 1847 and all our loved ones who've passed away this past year. For more information, you can connect with Narita Fleming at 905 881 5012 or send Narita an email at naritasbb at rogers.com and we'll have Narita in studio in a couple of weeks to tell us more about the Mass of Memory. For all of this information you can go to Guinness Community Calendar of Events at our website on Saturday irishradio.com Introducing a lager with substance
2: from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly.
3: Very good. Well, we're uh, running as usual, almost out of time here. So uh, we're just going to play one of our last tracks. Again, this was... uh, a little link that Con O'Connell had sent, uh, and it's Kalosh De Lurgan and they're doing uh, a lot of different pop songs in Gaelic, and they're uh, producing some great stuff all together. This one is called The Cup Song. We look forward, folks, to hearing uh, from you next week. It's Ken saying, Slán, all the best.
11: Hey, good morning. This is Kieran Hines. You're listening to Mark and Ken on Kyo Logus Crack.
0: Programming for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon. This is AM 1430, CHKT, Fairchild Radio, Toronto. The following our programs for the international communities of Greater Toronto, opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily represent